The queen is coming. You have now entered. Ah. A city yeah. of love. The queen is coming. A city of hope. Ah. A city of rejuvenation. Yeah. The queen is coming. Ah. La yeah. The queen is coming. Yeah, the queen is coming. La la here. The queen is coming. The queen is coming. Ah, la la here. The queen is coming. The queen is coming. La la here. The queen is coming. Here we wash your robe. Send out a probe. Travel the globe, tra- travel the globe. The lights might strobe, light beams might bend. Sound waves might awaken all my sacred kin. Familia, Palenque, Corla, Aleque. Queen is coming, Shlala here. The queen is coming. Hey, 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 Palenqueros. How are you doing? It's your girl, Queen Lala, back with episode 34, Educated and Empowered. In this episode, we are going to discuss the backlash across the country that's been tied to critical race theory, as well as challenges in some of the laws across the country to disenfranchise voters of color. We've seen a lot of backlash. A lot is coming because Palenqueros, your voice was heard in the last election. Not only that, the protests that happened across the summer here in the United States and across the world, actually, the impact there has been a challenge to many people. The idea that you would be able to have your voice heard and impact change in such a way is threatening, threatening to the status quo, threatening to the systems within the country. And so critical race theory has become one of those buzzwords that incites some type of feeling um, in individuals with regard to what students might be taught and how they might have to expand their ideas around how they think about the country that they live in and how they continue to maneuver and manage in the country, which makes some people uncomfortable. They don't want to be uncomfortable. And, you know, Palenqueros, the Palenque is here to move forward the idea that the way that we move forward is through collaboration, is through dialogue, is through hearing each other's perspectives and points of view so that we can meet in a place that moves us all forward. Right about now, we're still in that polarizing season of politics, and we have things that are being used as a tool to continue divisiveness, and critical race theory is one of those things. So I wanted to discuss it on our podcast to give you some more information, just to kind of talk about the great links that so many are going to to make sure that voices of color, black voices of truth are silenced and that certain citizens are not protected. Because if someone goes after your voting rights or tries to suppress your voting, 
that is something constitutionally that is provided to you as a citizen. So trying to stop the opportunity for someone to be able to exercise those rights to me is the ultimate in being unpatriotic and going against what our country truly is supposed to stand for. So why doesn't this country want to educate people of color fully? They want to educate people of color, but within the same system, which many times does not highlight the contributions of people of color, um, textbooks and uh, instructional materials, things of that nature, curriculum outlines, don't provide the in-depth look at the contributions of people of color and especially people of color that were enslaved in this country. So critical race theory has been one of the buzzwords from conservatives. Our former president, even Florida's governor, and um, other governors across the state have now enacted policy actually banning critical race theory from schools and banning anything relative to critical race theory being utilized in trainings. So your anti-bias trainings, any type of equity and diversity training somehow have been lumped in to this idea that that's critical race theory. And they've been citing that it's anti-American or it makes um, white people feel bad. So because of that, critical race theory is one of the things that has been up for debate in many states and Really, critical race theory is simply just an academic movement that examines social, cultural, and legal issues as it relates to race and racism. So it's more of an analysis of the system or analysis of policies or analysis of laws. It's not a thing that you can teach per se. It's used as a lens to look at other things. So it requires some type of context. So you might look at it, the critical race theory through the lens of law, critical race theory through the lens of education or through the lens of policing, right? So it's not a thing that you can really teach in and of itself. So I think there's a lot of misunderstanding around that. I think maybe some people have attended training or have sat in a awareness session and been triggered in some type of way to feel some type of way. And because of that, they don't want to do that anymore. So that little bit of discomfort um, that they felt is now, oh, this is critical race theory. So now whenever I feel uncomfortable and you talk to me about anything related to race, I'm just going to holler that you're doing critical race theory and that's banned. So delicate, so delicate some people are. It is to me an attempt to say that we're not allowed to talk about race in education, in school, in training, in none of that. And to ban the idea or the thoughts or the ability to discuss race in any type of setting, whether you're in education or you're in your employment setting, is ludicrous. The race is permeated within all of those settings. So to not be able to address it or for someone now to be able to say that it's banned is problematic. 
especially in a country where you're supposed to have some First Amendment rights. So again, many things have been lumped into the critical race theory bucket in order to maintain the institutional racism within our educational systems and other systems and facts such as those identified in the 1619 project are being labeled as revisionist history and theoretical. So you also may have heard the 1619 project being mentioned as a support or a teaching of critical race theory. The 1619 Project is actually a Pulitzer Prize winning piece by Nicole Hannah-Jones. And she reframes the country's history by centering um, the contributions of Blacks, as well as the consequences of slavery into the narrative of the United States of America. She has done a fantastic job in her essay and pulling together other essays from Black Voices in a Pulitzer Prize winning piece. So to me, that's the ultimate disrespect. If a journalist that won a Pulitzer Prize winning award for her collection of essays is banned from school, in school, we study everyone's opinion in essays, in documents, in historical resources. Everyone, everyone's opinion. So what is it about this particular piece that brings up some type of angst? I know what it is. It's that she's pulling in those contributions and she's pulling in the stories that have been left untold because African-Americans were not allowed to contribute to the history of the country and have lived a totally different experience in these United States. So it brings in that lived experience, that history that has never been brought to the forefront before. And that seems to be rubbing some people the wrong way. It truly gives voice to those that have been voiceless for 400 years. Those who watched America call itself a nation of free people while actually enslaving human beings. That in 1776, when our country was birthed as a nation of free people, it was also enslaving people. So it highlights that hypocrisy. And highlighting that hypocrisy is not anti-American. That's factual. Nor is it critical race theory. It's factual. And there have been policies and practices and laws that have been enacted over the course of that history that have been race-based and have suppressed citizens in this country. That's factual. So why is there a problem with that being taught? Because someone might feel bad about it? Not understanding that logic that we would ignore uh, history Um, Because of someone's feelings. We teach the Holocaust. We teach that our own founding fathers fought against the tyranny of the British. Why would we not teach the history of those that have been enslaved? The history of those that were removed forcibly by their land. The true history from their tongue and their perspective. Not those that colonized or conquered. Right? So that's what we're talking about, that 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 voice being silenced is extremely problematic and that it's being lumped into an idea of it being theory instead of grounded in fact. 
So again, I would urge you to look at the 1619 Project, the collection of essays, resources, and make your own determination. Learn the um, history that's presented there and that it is an award-winning collection, uh, not just some random thing put together. It's an award-winning Pulitzer Prize collection. So across the country, again, you're going to continue to hear this debated. You're going to see states and school boards passing laws and policies, banning the teaching, the training of critical race theory. But we need to have more voices interacting with those governing bodies to say these things are valuable. It is important that they are in our school. It is important that we have dialogue and we can do that in a very respectful way. So if you go to Google and kind of begin to Google, you'll see Tennessee, Florida, Idaho, Texas, North Carolina is now one of the states looking at banning critical race theory. And um, Oklahoma has also been one of the states. So I really want you to think about that idea of whose history we learn and from what perspective and why doesn't this country want people of color to be educated because, and actually not just people of color, all people, because when we bring in our own um, perspective and perspective from other people with regard to the same history, that's when we become truly knowledgeable and truly educated. But why is it that the country does not want people of color to know their history or for their history to be acknowledged, right? What does that do to someone that's educated and knows their history? What does that bring in terms of confidence and competence with regard to who you are and where you stand? Hmm. Something to think about. The other piece of this is why doesn't this country want people of color to be empowered? Because as I mentioned earlier, we're talking and speaking about some of the other um, laws that have been enacted, such as Georgia, who began the initiative when Georgia turned blue. Many people were up in arms. How could that happen? The state has been historically a red state. And so they went into the mode of it must be too many people of color turned out. So we have to go ahead and suppress that vote. So they began immediately constructing laws that would um, suppress the vote of people of color and trying to manipulate the system so that it didn't read as race-based, but it actually would impact those that are um, racialized in their eyes and therefore were responsible for bringing votes forward that turned the state blue. Florida follows suit. Florida has also enacted the same particular voting laws, and we need to make sure that we are aware of these things so that we can fight against them and ensure that by the next um, election cycle, there are opportunities for all voices and all votes to be cast. There's um, laws across the country. Florida just recently lifted, voted um, this law um, out, which was banning convicted felons from voting. So convicted felons earned the right to vote. And then even after that, there were um, policies enacted from the conservative side of the House saying, okay, well, they can vote, but only after they pay certain fees or taxes, um, uh, restitution, so to speak. So it was almost like implementing a poll tax. So you'll see that these type of race-based laws existed and still exist in, these, in this country. They were overtly racist, which used race in their descriptions, like the example of 
slave codes or Jim Crow laws. And I've taught about this on um, past Palenque episodes. You can go back and hear about those types of um, absolutely racialized laws. But now, instead of just Jim Crow, we're in Jim Crow 2.0, as many have said, that they're not overtly, but they're subvertly racist. They target minorities in the description, but it's extremely subtle in how things are created, the zip code you use, the locations, the things that you're suppressing, um, how you're um, enforcing different boundaries, those types of things, ID requirements, transportation to and from um, different areas and how far the distances between polling sites. Many of those things are just Jim Crow 2.0. They're used to disenfranchise people of color and to suppress the vote of people of color. So we need to be cognizant of these things and we need to push forward to make sure that voices are heard. That is what the Palenque is about, where voices of change gather. So that call to action is that I need you all to know more about these bans and these policies and these laws that are happening at record pace right now across the country. And we need to push back and organize and make others within our community aware that these things are happening. They impact your education and they impact your empowerment. And those are two things that will continue to suppress a nation and a people as we move forward. We have to stand up and rise to support what we need with regard to our education and ensure that we always have a vote on the things that are impacting us directly. So I have some questions to consider here. I want you to get with someone else and get with others and really talk about these things and how you can impact change. Why doesn't this country want people of color educated, empowered? Why is the history of black people in America threatening? How is that threatening to other people so much so that you ban the teaching of it? What would acknowledging the contributions of black people do for the country? What would it do to the country? How does that flip change or impact the current system? How did record voting by people of color impact the country? You now see all of these policies, these laws being enacted. There was great impact just because people of color showed up. So what does that mean? How does the empowerment of people of color impact or threaten America? Why would America be threatened if power and education are totally provided to a demographic of people that have been historically oppressed? What resonates most with you? from understanding this and who else do you want to share it with? I'm also linking some additional links in the um, resources section so you can go and actually see the 1619 Project materials, follow and listen to the um, 1619 Project, hear from Nicole Hannah-Jones, the author um, that won the Pulitzer Prize for this piece. You can also see more about critical race theory what's um, happening in the news in the states that are suppressing the votes. Again, your call to action is that you use these resources and you use these questions for reflection along with someone else and then take it forward in your community to impact change. That's what we do, Palenquero. So get busy. This is your girl again, Queen Lala here with you.
and go ahead and follow and like on all of our social media platforms. Please share this with others so that they too can be followers of the Palenque podcast. Until next time. The queen coming. Yeah, la la Set the wrong body armor. White ass. Present for the queen mother. What's your contribution? It's a community. You know it spells mutiny. We take the ship. We turn the bow. We flip the stern. You got to learn. Gucci gas, man. Set the wrong body armor. White ass. Presents for the queen mother, Gucci gas mask. Saint Brown body armor, why you ass? Presents for the queen mother, queen is coming. La la hills, queen is coming. Yeah, yeah, the queen is coming. La la hills, queen is coming. Yalla, 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 the queen is coming. La la hills. Queen is coming. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I said the queen is coming. La la here. I said the queen is coming. The 